हेलो एवरी वन वेलकम बैक टू माई पॉडकास्ट सो टूडे इज़ द पार्ट थ्री ऑफ आर कम्युनिकेशन स्किल्स सीरीज एंड लास्ट टाइम वी डिस्कस्ड वॉट यू नो हाउ टू बी अ गुड लिसनर इन योर ओ पी डी और इवन इन योर वर्ड्स और इवन अदरवाइज इफ यूर इफ यू आर डीलिंग विद पीपल दिस टाइम आई थिंक आई एम गो टॉक अबाउट हाउ टू Uh, see, I, I'm nobody to tell you what to speak. I mean, we are all professionals. We are all well-trained professionals. We all know our pathology, physiology, embryology, and I think all of us can describe uh, disease processes to our patients uh, very effectively. Uh, so, I'm not going to talk about what to talk. What I'm going to talk about today is how to approach a consulting. Uh, you know. what are you going to speak about what should be your body language and what are the essential non medical uh, terminologies or or tips and tricks that you can use to make your consulting with the patient that much more personal that much more effective and uh, that much uh, more you know memorable for the patient uh, and and impressive to him so that he decides to stick by you uh, when it comes to surgery see um, pediatric surgery is far more complex uh, emotionally uh, as compared to adult surgeries i'm not saying the adult surgeries are not emotional all i'm saying is that pediatric surgery involves a whole different range of emotions you know uh, you are handing over your child to uh, to a complete stranger to cut open and repair uh it's not like the americans who are very matter of fact about this ki okay fine the child has a problem let's deal with it in india uh it's an emotional decision it's a decision which evokes many reactions from just about everybody who's involved with the child whether it is the parents whether it is the grandparents whether it is the maternal or the paternal grandparents there may be some doctors in the immediate family who would be involved in the decision making so uh, uh there's a lot more that goes on with uh, pediatric surgical decision making from the parents or the family's aspect and it is here uh, in your consulting where you can uh, you know strike common ground with them and give them the good imp- first impression and make them confident that you can handle their child in a in a good way and and you are the one who's best suited for these kind of surgeries so uh i'll i'll tell you about what i do and i i think i find it uh, fairly successful like i said the last time we have a conversion rate in excess of 95% as far as conversion from consulting to uh, surgery is concerned so i'm i'm sure we are doing something right uh, every one of you may not agree with me uh, you may have a different opinion you may have a different approach but as long as it works uh, Um, no objections to it you know so uh, i believe as i told in the previous podcast also that hospital is not a very happy place for either the parents or the child they nobody wants to be in a hospital so uh, you know make it as welcoming as possible for them you know greet them with a smile if if you are in a system like mine where you already know the name of the patient because he's registered in the system greet him with his name make them feel comfortable ki come have a seat uh, tell me what's happening what's going on i hope uh, you know things are okay given the corona times start with general talk 
डोंट जस्ट जंप ऑन टू सिंग क्या तकलीफ है डोंट डू दैट यू नो डोंट आई मीन वी आर हाईली एजुकेटेड प्रोफेशनल्स लेट शो सम डेकोरम एंड सम पोलाइटनेस यू नो एंड वंस दैट इज डन देन यू लेट देम स्पीक यू जस्ट से कि ओके टेल मी वट्स गोइंग ऑन and uh, i'm sure you know one of them will pick up and and start talking and we have covered that aspect as to how to be a good listener and what cues to pick up on uh, then there comes the point that what are you supposed to do when they are talking uh, most importantly make eye contact with the patient give them your undivided attention preferably don't attend any phone calls in between unless it's urgent of course which they will understand but otherwise non specific calls try and avoid as you're listening to them nod your head look at them ask questions give some reaction so that they know they understand that you are paying attention and you're interested in what they are saying see these are subtle uh, interpersonal skills uh, development um, uh, you know i've i've done a lot of research on this i've read a lot about it, it was a it was a very uh, kind of a branch of psychology which interested me very early in fact uh, you won't uh, i mean it's difficult for people to believe now but one of the earliest books i read in my life uh, was called how to read a person like a book i was maybe in eighth standard or so and and 14 or 15 years old and, and i was fascinated just by the title of that book but how can you read a person uh, you know how can you read them like a book uh, is it that easy and and the first time i read it of course I, i was too small to understand the concept but it was fascinating you know ki okay you know your subconscious gestures can actually make a difference in how the person feels about you and it need not necessarily be uh, you know uh what you say it also is about what you do during a meeting which which can influence a person's outcome for example if you're sitting with your hands crossed and your feet crossed it's what is called as an extremely defensive posture that means you're not really willing to talk to anyone you're not open to having a conversation and if you're sitting that way uh that means uh, you're not really interested in doing this consulting it it, it sounds counterintuitive but that's how it is so uh these are tips and tricks which i have picked up from from those books and my experiences over the years so be open make eye contact talk to them ask questions in between even if it is for asking small details specific details what it tells the patient see it may not necessarily be important from treatment point of view but ask these questions so that he feels that yes this doctor is listening this doctor is interested in what i'm saying all right and once they are finished always as is my habit always always summarize what they have said then you say okay so this is my understanding and then you tell them what you have understood trust me it works wonders for them if you summarize your um you know talk what they have told you you summarize it and you tell them and then you start your monologue as as i call it as i tell them okay now i am going to talk this is my monologue as far as hypospadias is concerned as far as vur is concerned as far as pyeloplasty is concerned this is what i need to 
share with you so then you finish talking and then they will have questions on it and that is how you go back and forth whenever you are quoting statistics the best thing to do is to quote your own statistics now i understand there are limitations to data collection which people may have not everybody may be keeping their data not everybody may have analyzed their data but uh, again uh you may not have accurate data with you but you will definitely have some idea of your own results be honest with the patient okay tell them you know this is my success rate this is what we are looking at these are the issues these are the complications yes you have to be straightforward about this but at the same time one point which i really wish to make is you can never convert a patient by instilling fear in them दैट ये नहीं किया तो बहुत गलत हो जाएगा या ये तो आज ही करना है नहीं तो द चाइल्ड इज लाइकली टू सफर कॉन्सिक्वेंसिस नेवर डू दैट अनलेस ऑफकोर्स इट्स अ डायर एमरजेंसी लाइक अ बर्स्ट अपेंडिक्स लाइक अ मिड कट वॉल्यूलर्स डू वी सी दैट कैंड ऑफ एमरजेंसीज ऑन अ डेली बेसिस नो देन वाई इन स्टिल फियर सी दिस प्रेजेंट जनरेशन डजेंट टेक काइंडली टू फियर मॉन्ग्रिंग I have had dozens of people come to me as for a second opinion simply because they had been scared shitless by their previous doctor or previous doctors that they had visited don't do that you put forward the facts you don't put forward your opinion on those facts please remember there's a difference in these two things the subtle difference i'll tell you if a patient comes to me i say open lap or robotic it's the same surgery with the same outcomes it's your choice what you wish to do we do not do open surgeries here because our lap and robotic results are as good as open surgeries and there's somebody else who will tell them open is the best lap and robotic do not give good results on what basis are you saying this and then that takes me back to the whole argument i have with everyone don't say it cannot be done say i cannot do it i recently had a patient traveling from a major city in north india admitted in a major tertiary care center where they were told that this will be done as an open surgery they went online they did their research they found out that i can do this robotic they took discharge against medical advice from there came and got admitted with us for that surgery so in today's day and age you know not giving the whole truth to the patient i'm not saying you're lying i don't think anybody does that but a lot of us would deliberately suppress the complete truth from the patient don't do that especially from a patient who seeks the truth from you see you say open surgery and the patient says sir aur kuch nahi ho sakta then you say ki no open is a good option and they agree to it that's fine i'm talking about a patient who is seeking other alternatives and if you don't give it to them he's going to still find out from somewhere he's not not only is he not going to operate with you or come to you back to you for consultation he's going to go and tell 10 other people that this doctor doesn't speak the entire truth he didn't give me all the information and that's a huge negative on you see in today's social media crazy world now even doctors whether we like to accept it or not need a positive review whether it is online whether it is interpersonal whether it is word of mouth it has always been like that for us 
why are some doctors more famous than the other today find you have social media where people are very savvy and they make an image of themselves which is contrary to what they may be actual be but in the past it was all word of mouth publicity through reviews verbal reviews to each other no the doctor is very nice you should go to him so we have always been dependent upon favorable reviews from patients so no fear mongering don't try to scare them unnecessarily give the facts tell them this is the surgery we are doing if you are experienced enough always add a day or two extra like i tell my patients always listen average hospitalization for a colidocal cyst with us is 3 days to 4 days that your child may need plus or minus one or two days depending upon their recovery they never worry about the recovery they say doctor jitna time lagta hai lagne do we have no problems and that's what i tell them i said the discharge after surgery is dependent upon her recovery i am not giving you a timeline and that is fine with them but if in the beginning only you say no no you have to be in hospital for 7 days do you guarantee 7 days no na the, the way you can't guarantee 5 days or 9 days how can you guarantee 7 days so try not to make these what should i say you know absolute statements try to approach them like a friend be like the big brother they have come for advice don't be like that haughty um you know uh, crude rude doctor who just gives you the facts and and doesn't entertain too many questions this generation has too many questions and it's our job as trained professionals to have the patience to answer even the most inane of queries which you may not even feel worthy of answering but come on he's paid for your time he's paid for your opinion he's paid to know what you think about the questions that he has and you need to give them their money's worth in simple economics if you don't understand anything else if you don't understand the empathy if you don't understand um, you know if you can't put yourself in the parents shoes and and imagine what it must be like the least you can do is think from the economics from point of it it's paid for it you better give them their money's worth and you have to be patient we have covered this in the past how long should your consultation be honestly i have no time limit ever never have i had a time limit and and it has never happened that there are patients waiting outside and they come inside or they make a ruckus outside ki why is the previous patient taking so much time i had a 2 o'clock appointment it's 2:30 right now they never do that you know why because if it's a repeat patient who's coming back he knows that once he's inside i'll give him the complete undivided attention that he wants and if it's a new patient either my old patient will tell him or my receptionist will tell them ki listen once you are inside sir will give you adequate time he doesn't look at the watch i don't have a wall clock in my cabin so once you know that should be your approach let them talk it out let them speak as much as they want and like i said not every patient is like that 50% patients will come thinking of a typical consult with the doctor and they'll go away a lot of them will come with these expectations though and this is the expectation that you need to fulfill so talk sense talk politely put across the facts draw diagrams make them understand the disease don't think they don't have the iq to understand what's wrong with their child 
you know they may not understand complete technicalities of it as the mother said to me the other day you know doc i didn't understand all the technicalities that you told me but the way you described it made it sound so easy that i had the confidence that no i need to get my child operated from this doctor they do give you that feedback so you know be objective no doubt but at the same time be empathetic towards what they are trying to tell you what are their expectations what they wish to discuss complications can what can go wrong again you know every child can have complications and the typical example i give them is suppose i have a patient who's come from virar you know or or from delhi and they tell me ki you know doctor what is the risk in the operation and if it's suppose it's a hypospadias my my answer usually is you know it's less risky to um, uh, for the surgery it's more risky to travel from virar to uh, bombay andheri or to take a flight from delhi to bombay it's a joke uh, but they do get what i'm trying to say ki you know there is risk but we have it under control everything is planned protocolized to minimize complications and this is what they want from me they want that reassurance they want that trust they want this belief that their child will be safe in your hands and that's the bottom line if it takes 10 minutes so be it if it takes half an hour so be it if it takes 45 minutes so be it it doesn't matter the time is not of the essence it is this impression that you made need to build in their minds that you know what i know what i'm doing i know my job and i i'll take good care of your child and that is the bottom line of a consult that should be the aim of a consult i i hope this you find find this useful uh, as always if you have any questions any queries any suggestions feedback uh, do write to me on drgursave@gmail.com and i'll i'll see you in the next podcast thank you so much have a nice day